1: Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention It All A Bravo by Betches Podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold
2: on, check me,
1: bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need
2: to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep,
0: we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All Podcast I'm Dylan Hafer
1: And I'm Barry Rosenfeld
0: Oh, you're so demure today So it's like you're you don't want to overpower the listener. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I don't know about that. You're like Ramona at the healer circle. No, don't
1: say that. <laughs> don't don't say that, please.
0: We are so excited to be back. We're talking about Roni today, a little below deck sailing, which is just getting more and more chaotic by the week. Which
1: has been on for about a year and a half at this point. Like Okay,
0: okay. <laughs> um, but before we get into... Anything else. We just, we have to talk about what's happening with Portia Williams, who as of yesterday, we found out is dating and it seems like engaged to Simon Guo, Simon Guobadia, who you may not remember, but he is Fallon's from Real Hospice of Atlanta, this season's ex-husband as of a few months ago. They filed for divorce in January, I think. So, (laughs) okay, so Portia, Portia posted these photos for Mother's Day where it's her and Simon and Dennis and she is like posed with her hand on Simon's chest wearing this big ring and everybody's like wait, excuse me? (laughs) What's going on? And (coughs) thankfully portia came with the with the deets last night she posted this post with a long caption um, she said our relationship began a month ago yes we're crazy in love blah, blah 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 for all of you that need facts i get the optics but simon filed for divorce from a previous marriage in january I had nothing to do with their divorce filing that's between the two of them fallon and i are not friends and simon's divorce has been settled and she says things are good with simon and dennis it's like Okay, so first of all, she's not friends with Fallon. That's interesting news because last we knew they were like theoretically, you know, some Didn't kind of friends. Did
1: she come on the show as Portia's friend when they went <laughs> to her it, pool party at her <laughs> house? We were
0: told. And that's where we um, met Simon. <laughs> and Simon, Simon also just posted a. Uh, a thing about his relationship with Portia. Um, It seems like it's going really well. And I am... It really does. I'm happy for her. I want her to be happy. But damn, I did not expect that.
1: Like, she does look glowing in the images online and, like, actually really happy. And the fact that she... They were all together with Dennis. It, like, looks like this is a real functioning relationship. I mean... Like we don't know. I don't know. Fallon. I don't know the time. I'm like, does it matter to me? No, I don't think it really should matter to anyone. It's not like, I don't know. They, they were divorcing. They weren't meant to be. Maybe Portia is because of her ring is the size of my apartment.
0: (laughs) Her ring is, um, extremely similar to Fallon's ring, which is interesting. Like maybe he just had the diamond, like shaved off a little bit, but, um, (laughs) It is interesting because we don't really know Fallon at all. You know, she was in a couple episodes of the show. We got like some little moments with her, but I don't feel like we ever really had a very clear picture of what their relationship was like. But it's interesting because all of, you know, that season was filmed like, you know, less than a year ago. And it's like, okay, so things have changed a lot. (laughs)
1: Well, I am laughing because throughout like there were random podcast episodes of ours where I was like, I wonder if we're ever going to see Fallon again. Like, where's Fallon? Like, I remember myself saying that. Yeah. <laughs> and but you know what? Based on Portia's timeline, like it had nothing to do with that. Maybe she just they really weren't like friends, and she wasn't bringing anything to the show. Maybe I don't. Well, I don't know. I wanted to see more of her, but you know, now I know be, we won't.
0: <laughs> I have a feeling we might be seeing Fallon more next season because do. you know, you know who is going to kill to get in Fallon's good graces, Ms. Kenya Moore she is she would be like so my new sd Fallon is coming around and Portia is not gonna be happy
1: wait dylan honestly out of all of your um impressions like you're really good at kenya like I, very you. very good <laughs> he, he goes thank thank you like you take thank pride you. in that no that one. Th- you're i meant to say that yesterday but that one is exceptional
0: <laughs> thank you so much um <laughs> It will. So, okay, we will keep you posted on the Portia and Simon situation, because I have a feeling, it, I mean, this was a pretty uh, intense introduction to them being on mm-hmm. a public couple, and I have a feeling they're not going anywhere um, until maybe they do go somewhere, but we'll see.
1: And I just know that we won't be having a Halloween party at their house next year okay, on the show, fine. so yeah. we will have somewhere else to do
0: that. So, Speaking of engagements and, you know, going opposite ways, let's talk about Roni. And the episode starts um, with Leah at Ebony's apartment in Tribeca, where she does not actually feel like she belongs, but it's where she is for now. And she tells us, we get more of the story about her engagement ending. And I thought it was interesting because we knew that it was fairly recent, like during COVID, but the way it kind of worked out that her fiance, her ex-fiance had, has kids from a previous relationship and that he clearly when COVID started sort of chose his kids over the relationship. And I think it's, it's cool to hear Ebony talk about that. And she seems like she, you know, understood his decision and it was the right decision for him. And she seems very like at peace with the, with the way things ended, which is nice to see that she's not like, you know, super broken from it or whatever.
1: I mean yeah I feel like she knows that she's like a bad bitch and like is totally fine with her without a man and it's just like it did seem though that when she was explaining it she of course it hurts to break up but the reasoning mm-hmm. of course we hurt we hear again a reason a season or a lifetime and she said our season was up and you know what that was that was really beautiful we've heard that that quote quite a few times on real housewives so. as
0: we go on <laughs> we but i remember
1: no we said we weren't going to do it but we have to, as long as we're singing we have to go happy birthday to you it's our oh producer God. sean's birthday and we love him so much and we wouldn't <laughs> be anywhere <laughs> without him <laughs> <laughs> anyway so oh Leah is, I, I relate to leah so much for so many reasons but she was like if this was my apartment and my ex was paying for it, I would be taking full advantage. Leah's like, what the hell are you doing?
0: Yeah, so (laughs) Ebony's not sleeping in the the main bedroom because it's like the bed that she was supposed to be sharing with her fiance. And I'm like, I mean, to each their own, but I would be, I change the sheets and get back in bed. Like I'm (laughs) (laughs) good. (laughs) Um (laughs) I,
1: I have to say though, I texted you about it last night and it's like, I love these women and I love this show, but it's like- it's not there for me yet. I know it's only second episode. I know we're I like do, very early. I do but... feel like
0: we have like a little bit of a missing link. Like I, I'm interested to see what the vibe is like when Heather's around, even though I know we're not getting her. Mm. You know, the whole season. But it is five people is not a lot, and I think it's I interesting because I was thinking, okay, so Ebony and Leah are kind of talking about the brunch that was at Sonia's apartment and like the the townhouse and you know her first impressions. And she only really has first impressions of Sonia and Ramona because she already kind of knows Lou. And it's like, oh, yeah, I guess that's everyone.
1: Yeah. And I even mentioned that when we spoke to Luann about, Mm -hmm. like, needing another. We we give advice and, like, our recommendations to these people as if, like, something's going to happen. But it's like, no, no, I think there needs to be another housewife on New York. But listen, I called it and I think maybe that's what it needs.
0: So I do think it's interesting that right off the bat, Ebony is a little a little bit, you know, mixed feelings about sonia and ramona and that she felt like ramona sort of came on too strong when she was saying they had a connection and she's like okay like it's i'm glad that you're being nice to me but like we talked for two minutes like
2: exactly
1: come on would you ever say that to someone like where they actually played it back and they didn't really talk that much so it's like you don't need to be like shall i say it fake i did think it
0: was hilarious though that Ebony's like, yeah, I was surprised that she invited me to the house in the Hamptons because we didn't we we haven't gotten to know each other that much yet. And I'm like, bitch, it's a TV show. <laughs> like this is a cast trip. <laughs> like it's just so funny to me the way that they go about trying to like uphold this fourth wall sometimes. And it's like, it's the cast trip to the Hamptons. You're going for five <laughs> days. There's no way you just didn't realize that it was gonna happen.
1: I, I know, I know, but also, something I want to touch on before we get to Burning Man in the Hamptons, which is, oh, oh my yes. god, um, Sonia <laughs> is really finding herself. Like she has this healer, which, not to mention, we have two healers in one episode, which is, which is a bit much for me. But she You're really now laying is, it on thick. Yeah, she's talking about her marriage more this season, which has been only two episodes so far, and more to come as we see. Than she ever has, like in in this series and I, I I wonder like what is what is happening
0: with I feel her I'm of two minds about this because in some ways it's like yeah I love to see her getting in touch with her emotions she seems like she's in a very like raw place kind of like yeah. she talks about she doesn't know if she's ready for the full like Ramona Luann energy mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like you're you're still crying about your husband like we've seen and I think like I have a lot of like grace for Sonia like I think that I want her to succeed but like I know I see people talking about in the last couple seasons that it's like oh with the Morgan thing again like just drop it whatever like and it's kind of like okay like we need to we need to find some way for Sonia to really move forward like we whether that's we need to find her a new man. We need to find her like a new hustle. You know, like I feel like Sonia needs, Sonia needs something new in her life to like get her out of this funk. And I feel like the townhouse and the century 21 and all of that is just like bringing her down into this place of like, I used to be on the yacht and it's like, I want, I want better for her. I want her to, to flourish. (laughs)
1: yes we do but she even mentioned like it was almost like one thing after another like the se- and now the same thing the century 21 thing and it's like she almost feels like she just can't catch a break so i feel like right now all her emotions are sitting there it just wants to like spill it all out and i feel like with that comes her divorce although it was many many years ago i feel like yes it doesn't leave you right away like we saw we see we've seen that with other housewives too but i i don't know i'm i'm kind of getting a little worried as that that that's her storyline do you know what i mean like right, we've seen right, this for a reason that's what i'm like, saying
0: it's like we need something she needs yeah I, I, it's not that i never want to hear about her other stuff oh, yeah. going on but it's like we need something to push it forward
2: summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honeylove, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honeylove, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.
0: And she has, I think, wisely hired a hospitality director this year. The girls are coming to stay for five days, which is a lot. That's a long time to host people. That is a long time. And Michelle is the hospitality director. But uh, Ramona would not know that if you quizzed her. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry.
1: A hospitality director for your like. I think it's like,
0: like, I don't know. I mean, I think it's like a mix of like housekeeper but personal assistant but party planner uh, like i think it's just kind yeah, of like okay. a little more all-encompassing than just like if you had a staff at your house like it's more mm-hmm. specific but um yeah ramona calls her the wrong name twice in a row but i have to say michelle's voice really reminds me of carol radsville's voice she's like no i'm michelle and i'm like no but <laughs> that sounds like carol
1: <laughs> um i did that didn't click when i when i heard it but maybe i'll i'll watch it well, again. I I don't know.
0: (laughs) Um, But yeah, so the second time Ramona calls her the wrong name after Leah and Ebony have arrived, uh, Ramona makes the comment that we saw in the season trailer about how she gets her help wrong. Um, And Ebony obviously picks up on that right away. And, you know, we're going to get into that next week's episode. But it's just like, Ramona, Ramona, Ramona. Like, why can't you remember this poor woman's name?
1: Yeah, first of all... Before the even the help comment, like you're just rude (laughs) in general. Like you're just
0: rude. This isn't like you know, someone who works at a hotel that you just got to who's like helping bring your bags to the room. This is like a woman who's in your home helping you plan this whole week. Like you know this person's name, or you should and then
1: like she made that comment. We see next week, Ebony obviously brings it up to her as she should. (laughs) Um, but I don't want to defend her obviously, but I don't think she was doing anything malicious or being mean, but she does need to start being like aware of.
0: Right. And I, I think that's exactly right. it, that it's,
1: it's like happening
0: that it's like there Sometimes, like, I don't think her intention is bad right. But with things like this, like your intention isn't actually the most important thing because somebody can still be impacted
2: mm-hmm. by something that
0: you did unintentionally. Um, So, I love that the first day at the Hamptons, we're getting this Burning Man party. I think that is like such a fun party idea for this group just because it's so out of some of their comfort zones, namely Ramona. And I (laughs) love seeing Ramona in this Burning Man outfit. It is wearing like rhinestone pasties and a mesh top. I'm like, you get it, girl. Like, live your best life. And everybody looked great. great.
1: Yeah, the, all their outfits were amazing. Like, that like
0: suede, like jumpsuit that Luann had on, she looked hot. Leah looked amazing. Like uh, ridiculous. So into it.
1: But I loved how they also had different themes. Like Leah and Ramona and Ebony were more of like the crystal, like, space right? The black suits. and silver. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, um, so, R- Sonia and and Luam were more like desert vibes, but it really the detail of this party every time they turned around, there was like another fire breather, someone on stilts, the lights, the they like she did a really good job. I don't know if Ramona had anything actually to do with it, but whoever <laughs> she hired did a really good job.
0: It is. It's funny, though, because we're talking about this huge party and they show like aerial shots of like the how cool the, the pool looks. People. And it's like there's five people at this party because <laughs> because let's Let's just say Leah Leah jokes that she invited Elise and her sister. And I'm like, maybe they could have used them.
1: God, that would have so funny. Because Leah was like, I really do occasionally love fucking with Ramona. But something interesting when Leah says why she doesn't like Heather, which I was like, I'm happy she mentioned this because, like, it wasn't just out of the blue. But that she was really coming to defense to her friends because all she hears is Heather talking shit in the press about the other women. So, a.k.a. Leah just doesn't trust her. But in Heather's defense, like, Leah herself could have waited to, like, meet Heather. But you know what? If she has that reputation, like, Leah has no... She doesn't want to meet someone like that. But...
0: it was That was interesting because I actually think... I liked that we sort of got more context for that. Cause I think I like Heather Thompson a lot, but I think because she's not like, because she's not like sloppy and she's like smart and successful, people kind of think of her as someone who's not very messy. And I think she actually can be pretty messy because she's smart and she, you know, has, she's like good with words. She knows how to get in a good dig. Like, I feel like people think of her as being like, kind of just like, kind and successful and smart and whatever. And yes, all of those things are true, but like, she can be, she can be messy and stir shit up when she wants to. And I think it's interesting to kind of have that context for her coming back into the group that it's like, okay, we know, we know Leah and Heather are going to have big drama. And at least now we have some context for like why Leah is already not kind of a big fan of Heather. Cause I didn't yeah. really understand that before. Um, but, yeah, I'm glad that Heather is gonna come because, like we've been saying, this group is like a little bit slim um and I'm excited to have one more person um okay, but we're at we're at burning man, no at- quote unquote burning man and we have another healer Davey who is doing a sound bath I'm not sure they actually did a sound bath but um, Ramona is like incredibly skeptical she's like what's a healer what are we healing from I don't know I don't know about this I just
1: want to know so I just want to know are you healing like what are you healing she's do like, I need to problem what she's are you like, doing what?
0: healing from, from pain healing from sorrow and she's like <laughs> you just like sit down and feel the feelings I don't
1: know <laughs> like she needed to know directions for like uh, she needs to like prepare you know right, but it's like
0: Ramona you're literally just like this is for a tv show they just want like a a vehicle for you to say some stuff you know
1: it's a good time though it was to they all the healer almost like backed away and at one point she was like whoa this is a lot there's a lot of it she was like rolling her hand she goes there's a lot of energy right here
0: yeah well so we hear about leah had shared earlier in the episode that her grandmother is very ill and like you know could basically could pass away at any minute So she's talking about that. And Ebony shares that her only, you know, blood relatives that she has left are her grandmother, who's also very sick, and her mom. And that she wants to sort of work on broadening her idea of who is her family because she doesn't want, she doesn't want her family to just, you know, like run out when these two people aren't around anymore, which I think is a super, um, relatable sentiment that as people get older it's like you feel like you don't necessarily have that many people around you and that your family can be anybody who you you know who you feel that way about and you can choose people to be your chosen family um and it's interesting because then Ramona sort of says the same thing that like she doesn't have a lot of family except for her daughter and she sort of feels lonely I don't know. It's interesting because I feel like Ramona maybe just kind of piled on with what she heard the the other women saying. And it's like, I feel like, I don't know. I just want a man to hold me.
1: As she does. Yeah. When Ramona is being, I've noticed this because an older episode was on early this morning with Kyle Radswell, by the way, but they're in the Berkshires. And Ramona does this thing where she like can't look into someone's eyes. So she like looks down and she's like, you know what? And then she gets all like sentimental. So I feel like she, I don't know if she, I mean, everything she was saying was true about like her family. She really does have like Avery and that's why she like, you know, wants someone um, to be with, but I just, someone like her, you know, listen, maybe we'll meet in real life one day. I just, same thing with Leah and Heather. I just can't trust Ramona right now. That's just where I'm at. So I take everything she says with a grain of salt. I don't know. I just, We'll
0: we'll see how the rest of the hamptons goes i did think it was interesting after the you know the healer circle was nice they are in the pool for a second they are uh (laughs) luann sees leah's pasty floating and she goes i I thought it was mozzarella
1: (laughs) yeah that what made me almost vomit but leah also going into the backyard goes oh she has the tiki torches lit
0: (laughs) oh my god i know the the most famous supporting character um but then I thought it was interesting. So they're sitting down for dinner. They have like some, you know, wood fire pizzas that look really good. And then at one point, Ebony, she she makes an Irish exit. Um, and it's like there, we've we've spoken about how many people are at this party. There are five people there. Like that doesn't really work when there's. When there's literally only four other people at the party, you don't kind of just like disappear with no one noticing. And I like that Leah went and talked to her and we kind of get like a little bit of a debrief on the first day.
1: Listen, it happens to the best of us. This pandemic has had a lot of different effects on people. And Ebony even said this was like a lot It for one weekend that she hasn't been around a lot of people in a long time. And like, then she was like, I think Leah maybe put something in my drink. I don't know. Obviously she was kidding, but like when you hit your, point of going like you can't enjoy yourself anymore you got to go to bed you know like it was
0: specifically says she hasn't been around energy like this since her fox news days which i thought was a hilarious (laughs) thing to say um and maybe not a compliment (laughs) um yeah this episode for me it wasn't like outstanding but there were some interesting moments and i'm glad to be in the hamptons with them and i'm yeah i'm interested to see where the this trip goes because i still feel like We haven't really like settled into the group vibe yet. And I'm curious kind of how it's gonna feel in the next few episodes. and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger.
1: We have to talk about Below Deck, like I said earlier, which I feel like has been on for an exceptional amount of time. And the same drama is happening and we're finally getting to a head this episode
0: a little bit like we're like inching forward (laughs) because we finally have um (laughs) after weeks and weeks of you know kind of back and forth Allie and Gary finally like hook up and so Allie is finally in a place where she's like I'm not gonna pretend I'm not into Gary just to make Sydney happy like whatever let's just do it like sydney is acting weird like she's being like sydney is trying so hard to pretend that she doesn't care but is doing an incredibly bad job at it and it's hard to watch but then sydney tells daisy that she and gary had sex and he also
1: told the rest of the boat yeah yeah yeah.
0: And Daisy tells Allie... It, I didn't quite realize that nobody knew that they had sex. Like, I had Same. kind of forgotten that that was not what some what people thought. They all and just so, thought they quote-unquote kissed. Right. Like, so that kind of... I I felt for Allie because all of a sudden she's like, damn, like, I had this whole... Like, I spent weeks trying to decide if it was worth it, even with the facts that I already knew. And now, like, I would have gone about this a completely different way. I, honestly, like, I still... To me, I don't think it changes that much. Like, I still don't think she owes Sydney anything. I think Gary has been pretty clear to Sydney how he feels. And I don't think Allie has done anything wrong, but she obviously feels bad about it, which is tough.
1: She does. And the thing is, I'm just wondering why it took Sydney this long, like to do what she did, as opposed to just telling Allie from the beginning, as like girl code, being like, hey, listen, right. like we had sex. I just want to let you know. But Sydney was doing some weird things, too. Like you said earlier, she like is doing a really bad job at it. Like when when Allie and Gary are making out and Sydney just like comes in to make herself a drink like, girl, what are you doing? Like, that's so weird that you did that. And she was like, sorry, just me. Doesn't need to be weird. Doesn't need to be weird. But like you're making it weird. You're making it weird by being there and you're making it weird by saying it doesn't need to be weird.
0: Right. It's like if you oh, actually what? are unbothered, show me that by not being bothered, not by telling me a hundred times how unbothered you are.
1: Oh, my God. She's like, I don't want this, like crying. And it's like, no, but you are as much as you don't want, you brought, you literally brought this on yourself. Just drop it. But you know what? It's so funny about Daisy is playing both sides. She has told both Allie and Sydney like the same advice. And she's like, listen, the more you react to it, the more like it's going to cause drama. And like, I honestly can't tell what side, I don't think she's on a side, but I can't tell like, who Daisy is trying to like help or, or if she just like completely, she just let's be real. She just does not like Gary and she doesn't want anyone with Gary. She even told Allie. She, I that.
0: think she wants the drama to dissipate. And now that she knows that Sydney and Gary had sex, she feels like Allie continuing to be with Gary is going to cause more drama. So she's totally. like, yeah. So she's telling Allie to basically disengage from Gary. The other, the other thing we have to mention, of course, is that, <laughs> uh the boat hits the dock
1: <laughs> oh I thought you were gonna say that Allie and Danny hook up because Danny just wanted to have sex that girl was just like horny and really wanted to just do whatever oh, yeah, that she was could. last week but I
0: guess we didn't talk about it yeah yeah I'm like um,
1: combining both episodes because it's I all mean, a they, combination. it feels
0: like one like a two-parter almost but we yeah. do have the boat um slightly hitting the dock <gasps> and then more hitting the dock at the end. It's very weird to me. Like, I'm not good with the boat terminology, but like the whole generator being down thing, I was like, this seems bad.
1: I I thought it was very bizarre that they never mentioned where Colin was like I guess it was their day off so he was just like left the boat but they kept saying he's not here he's not here but no mistake like what was he doing where was he and also he might have
0: had like an errand or something like sometimes I'm sure they have like boat business on shore yeah
1: so he raced back and like Gary saved the day they said he turned the generator on but Captain Glenn was like happy because the damage in the back was not as bad as he thought and then I was like wait we also have two crashes in one episode this is wild information the second one they kept s- saying and Glenn was almost like it was very weird watching and I don't know if you felt this way he like he was like listening but he wasn't moving but I think he was also realizing that there was a problem like with the shift and it wasn't working but when that boat hits like you don't think it's going fast but it is going quite fast and it goes it does damage to the dock and the boat and that could affect a next charter like going on. Yeah.
0: I'm curious to see how severe that second one at the very end of the episode actually is. It it, it. It looked sometimes they kind of make things like blow out of proportion, but we'll see.
1: Mm, I think this one is like I think a charter is still gonna be able to come. I don't think it's that bad, but this like you heard the like and it went like straight in. So I don't know. And of course john luke is like i've never been in that situation i had no idea what to do all you saw him was like running back and forth like throwing a rope he was like like it's really dangerous like it gets speaking of crunching but they're all alive and well right now i think it's
0: time for the grab the skinny pop moment of the day uh endless entertainment calls for endless popcorn and thank you luckily every kernel of skinny pop is so light crunchy and delicious that we can eat it by the handful or even the bag full uh barry what is your grab the skinny pop moment of the day
1: I want to say that my skinny pop moment is the screaming circle from these ladies of New York. They... I can't scream like that. Like I, I feel like I did something when I was little. Like I, like, try, like But them screaming and getting their emotions out, and Leah like showing emotion, and then all of them doing the same thing and feeling really good. Like I didn't know. I actually didn't know what was going to come out of it next. But I'm, I'm glad that they did mm-hmm. that to, I don't know, be some Catharsis. form of like icebreaker, yeah. I guess. But it's nice, and I'm, I. I felt bad for those neighbors. Not that they're there that close, but that is a chilling scene to hear if you don't know what's going on next door. So anyway, Dylan, what I'll was think your it was
0: at the dinner moment? table that night when uh, Ramona asks Sonia if her dog is named Morley or Marley. <laughs> and it's like, what? <laughs> is it Cuckoo or Coco? It was just so was like, Ramona, like, Morley isn't even a name. <laughs>
1: Like But also, like, you know, Sonia, like, you know her. So it's like and isn't Sonia's dog is like like 18 years old or something. I think like he has a legitimate name. He's been around for a while. But anyway, those are today's <laughs> grab the skinny pop moments. You can grab skinny pop yourself at retailers nationwide or go to shop now page on skinnypop.com. Guys,
0: thank you so much for listening. We will be back on Thursday. So make sure to rate review and follow so you don't miss an episode follow us on instagram at bravo by betches and just be cool
1: don't be all like uncool mention it all is produced by sean kilby and jorge morales pico editing by sean kilby social media by dylan hafer guest booking by nicole pellegrino be sure to follow at bravo by betches on instagram and twitter Batches.